Hello, listeners, and welcome to another episode of EdgeGuard Podcast. This is a podcast where we take a closer look at games on the fringe. Uh, my name is Jordan. I am your host. With me, as always, is my co-host and good friend, Blake. Hi, I'm Blake. Uh, Blake is with me today to talk about um, a game called Tiny Towns, which is uh, billed as a minimal city-building puzzle game. Um, if I were... It's it's pretty simple in its main mechanics, so I can probably just like summarize it mm-hmm. in Toto. And uh, basically, Toto? there's a little grid... Yeah, Latin for in total. <laughs> Ooh, I'm a fancy English major. I know Latin. Listen, <laughs> put it in English for some of us, okay? You know, uh, us, us common working stiffs, you know, the the, the blue-collar populace, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I'll, I'll have you know that uh, uh, academia is pretty working class at this point. They're just pretentious. They're poor and pretentious. Yeah, they've got that working class or yeah, working class money income? but that <laughs> Yeah, working class income with that that high class uh aspirations, hoity, really. hoity-toity uh attitude. Hoity-toity, is that what you think of me? Uh, I don't think that of you. That's one of the reasons I like <laughs> you is you're amongst the hoity-toity but you're not of the hoity-toity. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> okay, wait, wait, wait. wait. What's I going to say? Oh, yeah. Uh, tiny towns. So <laughs> your goal in this game is to solve these little puzzles um, where the goal is to build enough houses, roads, power plants, and uh, garbage disposal Holes. plants um, in such an orientation that the houses have a uh, – each level has a different requirement, but have a set – um, happiness rating and all the roads are contiguous. Well, um, yeah, that's a that's kind of a a simplified approach. The rules are very specific, but but yes, the <laughs> the idea is that you're balancing uh, happiness of the people who are sort of represented by houses mm-hmm. and the things that the people need to survive, being the uh, the garbage disposal and the and the power stations. Yes. Um, so Which they at, that those things lower their happiness if their houses mm-hmm. are close to them, and then if you build a little park, which is just like some trees, mm-hmm. uh, if their neck their house is next to that, that raises their happiness. So yep, uh, the the grids are quite small. They tend to be anywhere from like the smallest one I think was two by three, um, mm-hmm. the biggest one maybe like five by six or something. Yeah, um, the last one is the is last pretty one is large. the biggest definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so you have a limited amount of space. So, like, un- unlike SimCity, where like space isn't a kind of like puzzle. I mean, it does feel a little SimCity esque, SimCity inspired, mm-hmm. maybe. But it's not like, you know, you're not usually spatially constrained very much in SimCity. But here, like, spatial constraints is like the game. You're like, wait a minute, mm-hmm. if I build a road connecting these two, then I have no way to put the house next to this park. So they're going to be too sad. So, and that's that's the puzzle is trying to get all the the pieces to fit in mm-hmm. that way. Mm-hmm. generally the the goal in your level is to just have uh so you always have to have one power station and one trash thing yes uh all of your buildings have to be connected by a road and then uh those are those are sort of like the mandatory things and then mm-hmm. on top of that you have to usually there's a specific number of houses that you have to have at least that many number of houses or more and then there's a happiness level where you have to have at yeah. least that level of happiness or yeah. greater but um generally yes. have i feel like happiness is the thing you're trying to get to uh like the the final requirement to pass the level in most cases 
Um, yeah, happiness. Yeah, they, it's, that's usually the limiting factor. It's usually quite easy to make the roads fit uh, for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the, the, the trickiness of the levels comes from, like, be like, oh, I put that power plant close to the house. Now everyone's sad. Or, like, I can't build a forest next to these people. So they're not happy. That's kind of. Sure, sure. The, these people have no parks with which to walk their dogs. <laughs> no, they just stare at the trees. That's all. They just care about the trees. They have a, they have a cruel, I, I, I made a little existence. note here that is not a very thoughtful note, but I thought it. I feel like I should say it. Mm-hmm. A, it, it my first impression was Sim City meets Steven Sausage Roll. I don't know mm-hmm. what it is, but the like in appearance, it just looks. Oh, just like I that, see that game, and it's like sort of little isometric mm-hmm. puzzle grid. Sure. Um, bright with bright cartoony colors. Uh, yeah, I see the and comparison, and it is a puzzle game. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would definitely say it's more a puzzle game than it is a like city simulation yeah 100 percent. which is not a i said that as if it was like a a debatable point like i would say but no it just one, it, it one is, may argue <laughs> that the yeah, thing the is, game is, is, a is game. what it is uh yeah yeah um, well let's let's talk about that a little bit because you mentioned that this is a game that sort of uh on the surface level evokes like a, a sim city vibe or a sort of a mm. management sim like roller coaster tycoon like that's kind of the uh the general and it, and it shares a certain amount of uh ideas and mechanics with those but it also differs from them greatly so uh yeah. the, the thing i was thinking about a lot is uh um sort of the management of happiness and sort of yeah and in all of these sort of games i feel like the the goal is always well i guess it sort of depends something like roller coaster tycoon money making is is a big part but uh, but one of the ways you make money is by checking the happiness of your guests yeah exactly i th- so that's kind of like largely what these games end up being about is getting as many people as happy as possible uh while also providing them uh the things that they're required to live uh, or that they require to live that kind of inherently are make the, the spaces less pleasant. Uh, mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think in many ways, this game sort of in, in a game like SimCity, you're building a city and as you build it uh, slowly, as your city starts to scale, things will fall in and out of uh, sort of effectiveness. So like yeah. your infrastructure will sort of start to collapse and maybe your roads. And so you have to say, okay, we have to put in more roads, which are louder. And now people are less happy. So now I'm going to work on their happiness for a little bit. Now we're getting more people, but now sewage is a problem or this or that. Yeah. Uh, and so in a big game like that, where you're simulating an entire city. It's kind of a, uh, it's a more, the goals are the same, but the ways you reach those goals are very different from something like this that exists on such a teeny tiny scale yeah. that it kind of, uh, that's sort of, I think how this game allows itself to become a puzzle game, uh, rather than, uh, sort of a strict management game is it sort of, uh, takes the macro scale and shrinks it down to like hyper minute micro scale and like, okay, rather than it being this sort of big amorphous blob of like, okay, people aren't that happy because there's uh, trash here now or the trash is flooding out into it. It's just like, all right, this person, this tile, this house tile is next to this garbage dump tile. Mm-hmm. So the people in that house tile have a negative one to their happiness. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, I, w- I would say one of the like main ways that that sort of like difference in scale that you're talking about manifests it like mechanically is mm-hmm. this game is like there's I feel like there's a a word a specific phrase in game theory, but just like mm-hmm. it is a perfectly solvable puzzle. Like there mm. is a you can you can optimize like your solution can hit an optimal. It usually does. There's often only one solution. Mm-hmm. Like this is boom, all the things are fulfilled. Whereas in sure. SimCity, it's like there's so many variables and such a large like scale mm-hmm. of stuff you're trying to control that part of the game becomes just like like strategically ignoring things because it's like just there's too much. Um, uh, whereas this, I mean, because it's a puzzle game, it's just like mm-hmm. happiness, power plants, roads. How do I make them fit perfectly? Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's a question for you. Why do you think this sort of like little small building town was sort of chosen as the framework to make this puzzle game? Because you can, if you if you really break this this game down, it's you know they're just like a logic puzzle. Like yeah. it may as well be like a or it, it could sort of it, the lifeless sort of themeless version of this game is like uh, a tile that's like a plus one. And then like, uh, you know, everything's just represented by a number, right. Or the yeah. number that it adds, you know? Uh, so yeah. what do you think? Do you think there's a specific reason why the sort of like little town theme was chosen and like why they would maybe choose to evoke sort of the Sim City comparison? Um, my theory is that I there was actually something I was wondering about because I, I was kind of like, in my brain thinking of like other like um sort of like if you had the exact same mechanics for this game what Mm -hmm. are some other like narratives or like aesthetics that you could have gone with Mm -hmm. um and like why city building is the Mm -hmm. one and my theory is that it started as like uh like the i mean it's kind of meaningless to theorize about this but sure it just feels this way that it was probably like this person bearish started thinking i want to make a city building puzzle game mm-hmm. and then went from there i mm. it seems like less likely that they were like yeah yeah you like i have this idea of having a logic ha- system ha- a logic system with happiness and roads <clears throat> um you know or whatever it was because i i had one of the other ideas i had is it could have been something like um like I, the roads sort of reminded me of like a little transistor map or, uh, and it could have been something like you can't have positive and negative voltage mm-hmm. iodes or whatever, you know, some yeah. bullshit SF like sounding thing. Um, s- straight up logic gates. <laughs> it's you could, you literally you, could have you, logic gates. Yeah. I mean, that's, I'm pretty sure there's a game that's literally like learn how to write like s- tiny scale computers with logic gates by playing this game. Uh, oh, yeah. Mm hmm. But, is it but, Minecraft? No, just kidding. No, just that is, one guy you can't build computers. Computer yeah. <laughs> it um, is a thing someone has done. Someone could do it. Theoretically, I mean, someone has done it. I don't know why you would. Well, I do know why you would, just to prove that you could. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, uh, I, I think you're I think you're definitely right that, uh, so this is a Ludum Dara game originally, and uh, you yeah. kind of offhandedly mentioned bearish, but this is by bearish, as in like a bear. Uh, yes, like a little bit like a bear. Yeah, a little better. Like, yeah, that's good. Uh, but, um, but anyway, I I would tend to think that maybe the thought going in was like, okay, 
uh, I really like SimCity, but I'm making a Ludum Dara game over a weekend. So yeah. how do I uh, condense the ideas of, or maybe not even the ideas of SimCity, but sort of the the fun of having uh, little miniature towns into something that I can reasonably create in you know a weekend or a mm-hmm. week or however long the the time period was that you're usually working on a game jam game uh and i think that has to, that almost certainly has to do with uh sort of what i was saying earlier about how you're dealing in the same things of uh you know the happiness of your people and how uh the creation of or sort of the infrastructure required to keep people alive is the things that make them unhappy and you're yeah. sort of managing that balance. I think, uh-huh. I think that's where the, where the whole city planning thing. Uh, yeah. I always in SimCity, a little tangential, but that always annoyed mm-hmm. me about SimCity that I was like, these little shits can't bother to like have their house next to the water plant that literally mm. everyone needs in order yeah. to survive like you, their life. you pretentious little assholes i feel like it's a it's a not in my ba- backyard situation like yeah, yeah i understand it's a is. thing That's that needs a, to happen but uh do it somewhere else it. i mean i, don't I, want it to I understand a little me. bit more like the the coal plant like okay nobody wants to be breathing yeah. coal dust all the time mm. but like some of them i don't actually remember exactly what makes people mad and what doesn't in SimCity. i think they change it in some of the later games but mm-hmm. I, some of them i'm just like oh you needy little yeah you little turds residents yeah <laughs> uh in my hometown there's a, a dog food factory that's a real that one's a real barn burner that one's horrible you don't want to live oh, anywhere near the dog food just smell wait in utah oh yeah in ogden yeah baby oh, really it the just dog smells food. like shit all the time it's a bad smell like it doesn't oh, man. it doesn't smell like really explicitly like dog food it just kind of smells like spent grain and like oh uh, it is horrible it's it's bad it's like right next to the freeway so you drive by and you can smell it so i understand yeah, those awesome. people but also <laughs> yeah yeah certain, i mean certainly there are certainly yeah. cases um, yeah but anyway we're, we're sort of veering off a little bit um but yeah I, I think that's sort of uh why this the 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 theme this sort of sim city i but tiny uh theme was Mm. chosen and i do think it's it does give this game a certain charm like the everything's like very cute and and little and you just kind of want to like i don't know it's kind of like the little house in monopoly there's something just kind of fun about like yeah they do oh look like a little little people could be in here i like the little green smiley face whenever the yes make them happy yeah which that is a little intrinsically satisfying about that yes and that is straight out of like roller coaster tycoon i feel like uh people do that exact thing where you like click on them and like i feel like the animation is the same where it just like floats out and then it like slowly becomes uh, like slowly disappears and fades away uh (laughs) that seems right yeah yeah um i also wanted to talk about like something you kind of lose in this game that you get from SimCity, which is the inherent fun of seeing tiny little peoples in tiny little cars, not peoples, people, tiny little people in tiny little cars zipping around, which yeah. obviously since it's a jam game, like that's a lot to ask for to be like animating little people or little cars driving around. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> we, we should say that, uh, bearish is working on a full version of this game, which I didn't realize oh, really? until after we had played, but, uh, and going and finding them on Twitter, I saw that, uh, 
they they tweeted that they're they've tweeted some screenshots of the in progress full version of the game uh and oh, i'm nice. excited That's fantastic yeah i'm so excited are, to see does it, it look goes. like they're it's like keeping the core sort of idea like primarily a puzzle game uh yeah yeah and it, so far the screenshots look very similar uh there's uh now waterways mm. and bridges but um oh, i'm sure it's still uh in early stages because even this version only came out like a handful of weeks ago yeah, um literally what like two weeks, weeks i think yeah three weeks um but but yeah so i'd be interested to see because i think there's definitely room for expanding the like possibility space like having more than sort of the five tiles available right yeah. now i think you can you could start adding on some tiles that have sort of more complex rule sets and yeah. uh uh, and still yeah. work within like the super small maps because I think uh, I guess we can talk about this a little bit uh, right now if you want the the difficulty of this game kind of has an interesting uh, an interesting curve uh, that I think we both experienced which is that the first three levels are really hard and the remaining levels after you've done the first three are uh, n- definitely At not most as hard medium. Yeah. yeah and some uh, almost trivial. Um, yeah, it was interesting. Um, I that I mean, one thing that you suggested off air was that it was uh, like it's because they were like pointedly teaching you the mechanics in those mm-hmm. first three. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think that's part of it, but I do think that that one level is level three that we both took forever on. Yeah, I do think yeah. that was just the hardest level. Yeah, like it. Um, it, it sort of did something that I had, was expecting more of the levels to do after encountering it, which mm-hmm. is where like. Like that, that's a great example of the kind of like how much complexity you can get from a small number of variables. Like, yes, it, that was one of the smaller levels. I think I was yeah. on the, the lower half of, mm-hmm. um, total number of tiles. Mm-hmm. And it is just like, I was like racking my brain. I was like, how the hell do I get all these things it seems like it's impossible to get enough happiness mm-hmm. without you know ruining my road yeah uh, um, so yeah i mean and i mean just because it took me i guess i'm a dummy too long to realize i needed two houses rather than one mm-hmm. uh it did reach the frustrating point but when i thought about it i did think that was actually a pretty like interestingly designed level and like every square has to be used that's not true for every one of the maps uh-huh. that one you have to, you have to use every square and i think yes. there's only one solution like you have to have yeah exactly i think one i think that question. one's one of the one solution ones and uh there's a few things i want to cover with what you just said first uh is that i um i think maybe so the inclination with a game like this is like you start with a super small uh like grid uh to teach them something where it's super simple and then you make them bigger to because bigger sort of implies more complicated. Uh, so mm-hmm. I think, but I actually think that that's why the they end up uh, being easier later on in the game because I think actually the thing with this game is to keep the if you keep the levels really small, you force people to uh, like really have to consider them carefully. And so I think there's there's yeah. maybe in the, in a game like this you get a little more mileage out of. Um, having more types of buildings that have different constraints and keeping them in really small, like tight spaces. Uh, because even in the, that small space that's, you know, like two by three or three by three, you know, it's still, you can still get a puzzle that takes you 10 minutes. I mean, the possibility space yeah. is still yeah. pretty big. Yeah, 
Um, yep. But you can... Uh, yeah, I mean, just think about like how, how many options there are to brute force. If it's like three by three and you, mm-hmm. you have five tile options, yeah. like, technically that's 45 yeah. different, right? Because... Uh, I, I don't want to. I, I mean, do obviously, on the fly obviously you're not going to like literally like do every possible one because some of them mm-hmm. are nonsensical. But yeah. there are quite a few. Yeah, but the the um, oh, I just lost my train of thought. Uh, never mind. Maybe it'll come back. Possibility later. space small. Uh, yeah. What am What am I thinking about? I don't know. Let's just move on. I'll be fine. Okay. Um. Okay. So. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, so we mentioned this briefly that it seemed like, so did you confirm that there are some that have more than one solution? There were some of them where I was like, there have to be more than one. Yeah. I, there, never, I never actually confirmed that. There were definitely a few where I, uh, finished without using all of the tiles. So it's same, obviously there, then there's more than one solution. And there were some that the map was perfectly symmetrical. So you could do mm-hmm. it. You could mirror it. But mm-hmm. I don't know that I really consider that another solution. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't consider it like distinct. It's uh, semantically. Yeah. What equivalent. was your, which did you, uh, did you prefer the ones where it was like one solution and you had to, uh, you had to like figure out what the level needed or did you like it more hmm. when it was a little more options? Because I felt like that it almost like, uh, it, it was sort of like the two different, uh, inspirations for this game were like having different levels of emphasis depending on how big it was if it's smaller it doesn't mm-hmm. feel like a city building game at all it just feels like this is a, puzzle. a strict puzzle if game. it's bigger it has a little bit of like a city planning vibe yeah i think that's a valid point because uh overall i think i prefer the the smaller levels that like really force you like the one solution quote-unquote levels yeah that like really force you to like come to grips with uh, how everything, how all the buildings interact with one another, um, yeah, were the yeah. were more fun on like a puzzle solving, like problem solving, tough level. Uh, but then, uh, actually, I'm glad you brought up the the sort of other levels where you have more space and it's sort of more like city planning because I think that's another reason that it's uh, important that this game uh, is like a, a Sim City esque uh, little. Um, that you're building a little town because there's some uh, innate satisfaction in uh, building like a little cute symmetrical town and sort of the organization aspect mm-hmm. of something like SimCity. I think um, for some people in SimCity, they don't care what their city looks like. And it's just like, all right, I'm just like building this and it's expanding uh, like a what? like wild. I know people that have Barbarians. played. Barbarians. Just like, yeah. Whereas I'm like, okay, everything's going to be built on a grid <laughs> and we're going to everything's going to be like symmetrical and beautiful and nice. Or I actually uh, what came to mind was like Stardew Valley, uh, oh, which yeah. is probably the, the most time I've ever spent in like sort of any game that sort of be, could be considered like a management sim or whatever. It's definitely like uh-huh. a different vibe from SimCity, but it has a similar aspect uh, of like laying things out in a pleasing way with sort of like how you yeah, lay your l- crops and the sprinklers. You're someone who, if you accidentally hoe an extra spot, you got to get out the pickaxe and clear it. Uh, I am not only that. Uh, <laughs> I literally bought a graph paper notebook to draw out grids of crops <laughs> for okay. uh, oh, nice. because I specifically like am targeting like the different types of sprinklers that can spray in like different yeah, yeah. like 
areas adjacent, like different tile adjacent. Like, so I'm like drawing out the amount of space. It's like, okay, I want a walking path here. And then this is going to have a sprinkler in the middle and then it can fit, you know, two rows of crops around so we can spray around. So that's eight, uh, you know, and so I, I definitely like, Somewhere in a notebook in my room here, I have uh, <laughs> I have uh, many like grids that I'd drawn out, uh, and like there's the row crops that uh, you can't walk through, so you have to like build those in big lines, and I've like optimized for like the best way to walk through them and collect all <laughs> the fruit when they're blossomed. Uh, so I did, I did, I do find that like both types of levels in this game are fun i prefer the puzzly levels uh but the Mm -hmm. but the more like i don't know layout oriented ones are still uh still fun yeah just for different reasons yeah um mentioning the symmetry um that made me think of something that i had noticed on a few levels in this game which is that the fact that the map or the solution mm-hmm. was symmetrical. For some of them, it made it easier to intuit the solution. Intuit the solution almost because it was mm-hmm. like I would go for a symmetrical solution first. Yep. And I'd be like, well, there's there's this on this side and this on this side, so I'll put a house on either side, or I'll put a, you know, the power plant on one and the trash burner place on yep. the other. Yep. And then, like, I, once I'm you've imagine, done that... I'm envisioning the level you're talking about right now, because I know which one <laughs> yes. it is. You can just, like, reason it out from there, mm-hmm. but it's, like, it, like, invites you to do it symmetrically, yeah. almost. Although, like. on the, in the same vein, I, I don't have any specific examples to cite, but I do remember having a moment where it's like, oh, obviously I was supposed to put uh, the, the two garbage things, like, over here, uh, and then that ended up being a way to pigeonhole yourself into not getting a solution, uh, was that the um, was that the level with the trees fixed in the middle? I don't think because so. that was one where the layout of the starting map is symmetrical, mm-hmm. but the solution necessarily is not. Yeah, actually, that's something like, we haven't. It tricked me a bit. Yeah, that's something we haven't talked about. Another way they get extra mileage out of the mechanics here is uh, oh, having yeah. uh, starting a few of the levels start with uh, buildings or roads. Uh, in places that you can't, that are fixed, you can't move them. Yeah. So that's another way they sort of like uh, force you to work within their uh, within their constraints to get a little bit more interesting puzzles. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think there are, are a few ways, and actually, uh, this kind of ties back into the thing that I was blanking on earlier that I have now remembered, uh, which is that um, the sort of uh, constraints to pass the level. Uh, can kind of trick you into doing the wrong thing, which is what you mentioned with that third level. That's kind of like the toughest level for both of us, which is that you're only required to have one house uh, to pass the level, but in order to get the right amount of happiness, you'll need two houses, which having more than the allowed number or more than the sort of houses constraint is allowed. Fewer is not allowed. Uh, So um, it's, it's something yeah. that I think once that clicked, I think the game became a little bit uh, easier. It was just like, oh, okay. Yeah. If I have, uh, you know, not enough happiness and only the amount of houses that are required, I can, you know, add extra houses to get add happiness. More if I need to. Yeah, yeah, it's not necessarily always about having extra trees. Having extra houses can be yeah. uh, a, a big, uh, a big helper too. Um, another thing is the adjacency or like how the. Uh, the sort of uh, addition. So 
I don't know how to phrase this. Uh, the trees only add to your house if they're on a di- direct in like one of the cardinal directions. They don't yeah. apply diagonally. Which, if I'm not Up, mistaken, down, left, right, yeah. the the uh, the negative effects of the the power plant and the garbage dump uh, do affect uh, diagonally. Do, do they not? Yeah. Well, they they do because it's like an extra it's like space a, a house, whole isn't it? area. I for- is it wait is it two squares wide or three? I think it's two. Okay, it's only two squares. Don't quote me on that, but I think it's two. It does diagonal because it's like a... Now, I guess I don't know if it's a perfect square, Mm -hmm. but it it does have at least one diagonal because Mm -hmm. it's a full two squares around. But I guess technically there are multiple ways to draw a two square. Yeah, yeah, I'm not exactly sure. I I didn't actually test to see exactly what the what the shape of the bad zone is yeah i'm curious if that would be something where if that was visualized if it would be um helpful in a fun way or if it would make everything too easy if they like drew like okay here's the radius where things are going to be unhappy around this yeah uh, it might I do think if you did have a puzzle where it's like the solution was you had to put something in the one corner that's not touched by you know, if it if it do, isn't doesn't have a full diagonal and there's mm-hmm. like one corner that's not touched by the radius, mm-hmm. it would be a. It would feel unfair if it didn't have a sure sure thing showing you, but yeah, I, none of the ones in the in the game as it is had that. Sort of like. It, it was always like. There was never a question for me mm-hmm. when solving it. Does this hit this square? For sure. The most part. It was like, yeah. There were there were a few moments for me where it was kind of like, uh, is this going to affect this? And then I would like put it down and hover over the house because uh, the houses yeah. do like have a, a little breakdown of like, oh, I have plus yeah. one happiness for being a house and plus one for one tree and plus one for another tree. Yeah, um, yeah. So I would I actually I did test that a few times. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, I'm going to bring up something that you mentioned before we started recording, which oh. is that this kind of reminded you of the sort of like a uh, story problem like elementary middle school logic like so-and-so or like riddle you know so-and-so wants to sit next to so-and-so but so-and-so can't sit next to a person who is taller than them and yeah or Derek is blue the shoes or like whatever yeah, random yeah, yeah. weird ass bit of information it gives you uh-huh which it, it does kind of like i mean sort of like we said uh you could break this down into like literally i'm putting numbers in in a little grid and when i put like yeah you know one number next to another it subtracts you know you can break mm-hmm. this down into like a really strict i mean largely that's what logic is it's just a zero or one uh and or just sort of numbers breaking down maybe that's just the computer scientist point of view is that at a certain point you break it all down it's just yes or yeah. no but um, well i i would say that there are some games where they're it's true that all video games are like digital in the strict sense of made up yeah. of, mm-hmm. of one or zero but there are some games where like at a mechanical level mm. like game design not mm. just the development level yes. of the game it yeah. feels more like abstract in that way like mm. and i think a lot of like uh non video games have a high level of that sort of abstraction like you know many board games yeah yeah it's like it doesn't matter what your you know chess there's harry potter chess there's sure whatever chess what matters whatever is the underlying skin mechanics, on it you want certainly yeah. there are some video games that's not true for. i mean it's something like 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 picross or sudoku it's like 
you yeah. can break it down to the numbers and uh, it, although it is an that, interesting that effectively thing. is the game or like yeah. you know bobby fisher plays chess without looking at the board just saying b5 mm-hmm. to each other or whatever sure uh, but I do think it's an interesting thing that, that video games bring to the table, which is to say, uh, if you wrap these sort of strict logic puzzles in sort of the abstract worlds that uh, video games kind of lend themselves to, you can make something that's mm. a little bit more inherently fun. Because, like, something like, okay, like what we're describing of is like, all right, here's the numbers, and they add up and put them on a grid. doesn't really look that fun, but you no. you put it into... Uh, a video game where it's they become little towns that you're building and suddenly it's like a cute fun thing and uh i think i think that's neat or like even even picross you know uh for a long time picross was just like you're drawing it on a piece of paper and you're erasing it like you would a crossword puzzle okay okay and then nintendo you're, comes what? through picross pick do you not know what picross is I don't. What is Jordan? This? Jordan, Pick no. Picross Pick Ross. is the dopest shit in the whole world. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Jordan. Blake. I'm sorry to So basically, Picross Pick is like a kind of logic puzzle where basically you're given a grid and for each um, each like row or column will have a set of numbers. So it's like the number of uh, contiguously filled in squares on the grid. So exa- for example... Uh, one row might have two, 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 which means there's two squares that are filled in, uh, any number of unfilled in squares, uh, two more squares that are filled in any number of unfilled in squares, and then two more. And so every it's, it's similar to Sudoku, but, uh, instead of like adding up math, it's more of a binary thing. And, uh, it, I think it's a, it's a, an originally like from Japan, uh, sort of uh, traditional puzzle and then uh, I think some of the most popular or where it got like really blew up is like on the Nintendo DS I think uh, they first put huh. a Nintendo made like a, a Picross game and it is uh, Picross is fucking lit uh, I, huh. I, I highly recommend uh, if this you haven't played Picross is- I actually had seen a lot of it but never really played it uh, until uh God, a couple, probably a couple years ago, there's actually a, a pretty good iOS game called uh, Paint It Back, I think is what it's called. Uh, that's got some good Picross. I think I think Nintendo is the best at designing uh, Picross puzzles. All of the Nintendo like officially developed ones uh, just have like really really high quality puzzles. But uh, mm. Picross, it looks complicated. Amazing. I'm looking at pictures of it in Google Images. It might just be one of those things when where, you, like, yeah. when you don't know it, it it looks baffling until yeah. you... Although like, it does yeah, sort of loop back logic. around. Like, when you don't know it, it looks complicated, and then you learn the basics, and simple puzzles are like, oh, okay, this is easy. And then you start learning, like, advanced techniques, and you get to a point where just, like, at, at the start of a, a, a... When you first start trying to solve a board, you're just like, boom, 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 here's all these rules that I know are going to be true... And you get like huh. you get very good at it. Uh, Picross is amazing. Yeah, Picross is I great. Might, this seems like the kind of game I might like. You should definitely try some Picross. There's Look into a, the Picross. There's a billion different uh, versions, and it it goes by. There's another name, like Picross is like a branded name. It's I don't think it's an actual the name of the, like the rule set, or maybe it's both. But it has like a more traditional name. Uh, non hmm. nonogram is what they're they're called. Uh, they're also known as Picross or Gridlers. Uh, but great. There are a bazillion, 
games that exist uh, that that uh, sort of do the pick Ross monogram thing uh, to varying levels of quality. But hmm. anyway, none of them are tiny towns. But I feel <laughs> like it sort of fits within the same space, but sort of applies uh, theme in a in a in a fun uh, and and meaningful way. I think we've already covered a lot why why we think this game. Uh, was chosen to be like a, a sort of like t- building little towns and I, I think it definitely yeah. it, it adds adds something here um, yeah I agree any other little things I think we've covered most of the talking points we we had planned um, yeah I think that's um, I think that's everything I had uh, I mean I guess I'll just say I'm curious to see uh, where uh the final version of this game goes mm-hmm. because it definitely could be a you you could see that there's a lot of room for like develop oh yeah development and new creativity and yeah. this sort of like and i feel like core you, you little could little nugget you could add like two additional types of buildings and yeah. and it would expand the amount of like uh mileage you got out of the puzzles by like 10 or 20 fold you know just yeah, like definitely adding a Although t- you couldn't add too many because then yeah. it'd get like yep because the, the, the best levels are the ones that have that, like, really tight neatness yep. to them. Yep, and exactly. And it'd be... I mean, if you if you were a, like, genius puzzle designer, maybe mm-hmm. you could have five more buildings and still manage to fit them in one map in a way that's, like, mm-hmm. elegant. But I think it, yeah. it would risk getting... Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, the other thing I would say, since you mentioned, uh, I'm excited to see a more complete version of this game. Uh, I, I, normally, I normally wouldn't do this, but uh, the one thing's... I really wish that there was a way to clear the board like completely oh, when yeah, you're like getting through everything. it and you're like this is totally yeah, fucked. Yeah. And also, yeah, uh, if there's a more clear indication times. which building you have selected before you place it, yes, uh, yep. that'd be great. Those are just quality of life things. Just mention them if the developer listens bearish out there. Shouts out, love your game. Few little things, <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, let's uh, let's tell the people about- we're not playtesters, Blake. Yeah, that's true. We aren't playtesters <laughs> and. As a person who's let other developers play your game, it can be horrible because they yeah, will sure. put on their nah, game that was, design. That was fine. That was, that was all in good, <laughs> in good fun. Hopefully, yeah. But let's let's talk about uh, a different game. Yes. Uh, so game. next week we're going to play a game called Licorice, uh, that is by well, their itch page is Delarim. Delarim, it would be my Delarim. guess. Delarim. I guess would make way more sense than Delarim, but Delarim yeah, is funny. I don't know what it um, is. Uh, it was a game that it is a game that is not clear to me 100% what it is, mm-hmm. but it says connect programmable node terminal machines and create a sonic singularity. So interpret that as you will. It seems like it's some sort of like uh, explorative space with a strong surreal sound based element Um, yeah uh it seems weird and trippy and fun so we're gonna play it um one thing to say is that uh the creator who goes by boris on twitter uh elmdare at elmdare on twitter at elmdare uh, I guess he listens to the podcast or something. Um, or, and he yeah. he gave us a shout out and was like, "Hey, if you wanna wanna check out this game, here's a key to uh, to play it." So that was very generous and thank you, Boris. And we're gonna take you up on your offer, and that'll be our 
our next week's game. Yeah, and uh, speaking of, you know, Boris reaching out to us, he reached out to us on Twitter, at EdgeGuardCast, where uh, you can also reach out to us. uh, Be like Boris. Yeah, be like Boris. You don't have to be uh, like... uh, You don't have to give us a game. You don't have to give us your own game, but if you, you know, play a lot of games, uh, or, you know, play a game on the scale of the games we've played and we haven't covered it, uh, let us know that you think we might like it, and... uh, we will definitely at least like give the game a look and and see if it's something that we're we're interested in. Uh, yeah. We're always you're looking. probably right. We probably will like. It. Yeah, anything we can do to uh, uh, sort of waylay the uh, the like every couple of months diving back into the the new on uh, itch.io <laughs> is always itch.io. fun although yeah. we we have found some uh, some of our best games have been found by just like. We have perusing those at random when we've run out of uh it's true games we that found we... some really good ones that way mm. but it requires much more sifting than mm. uh getting recommendations from listeners friends and our twitter networks so yep yep uh, make sure to suggest the ones you know yeah um yeah so that's uh that's all for us follow us on twitter and uh we'll we'll be back next week <laughs>